Welcome to another episode of Cocktail Hour. I know it's been a minute. Thank you guys for your patience. Here we have um, a special guest. We're coming back with a special guest who I haven't seen in years. It's been a minute. She's also a prima, y'all. So I'm going to let her introduce herself as she wants, but give a round of applause to my cousin, Kami. Hey, guys. This is Kami, Arlene's cousin. Mm-hmm. Okay, a little background. Yeah. Our dads are cousins, mm-hmm. which is primos hermanos, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, and this episode is going to be Spanglish, y'all. Very Spanglish. And I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little nervous. I'm gonna crack this open. Me too. <laughs> okay. So, as the season has been going, um, the solo season, obviously, I did mention that, you know, you guys are gonna be knowing a little bit more about me, um, you know, versus Jasmine. And I did wanna have a couple guests who I think. I don't want to say influence, but girl, I grew up with you. So, like, obviously, you know, that impacted a lot of my childhood. You were, we were always around each other. Um, and I think that's how, too, I got a glimpse of, like, what, like, the importance of family orientation and stuff. And, you know, the gatherings, the family support, um, and stuff like that. So that's kind of how, like... Me and Kami kind of grew up. Uh, every weekend, there'd be, you know, carnasadas. Yeah. Well, yes. lately. Like, once yeah. we were older. But, like, I remember, you know, like, with the home videos, there was always oh. something, you know, at your old apartments in South Central. Or at all our old apartments, too, before we, my parents even got the house. There was always something going on every weekend um, or at my grandma's. We were always together. Um, and it was like a ritual, y'all. Like, like it was very important, very Hispanic-like. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so what do you remember about, like, the 90s and our childhood? Well, mm-hmm. hold on. Let me sip. <laughs> What I remember was that, like she said, it was ritual. Mm-hmm. Every Sunday, we will go to your house mm-hmm. or whoever's, <laughs> someone's, and we would always loud music because of your dad. Mm-hmm. That's everything I remember. Your dad always being like the life of the party, and then all the tias would get <coughs> together mm-hmm. in one little corner, and the kids will go everywhere, crazy. everywhere, super Mexican. Yeah. And what I do remember was that we were very close. Mm-hmm. 
And then... I don't know. I don't know what happened. <laughs> and then I don't know. Yeah. There was a shift in us. Mm. That... We don't know what happened. Mm-mm. I don't know what happened. No. We were, we were like... Like my mom said, we would start the fiesta. Like mm-hmm. me and you. Mm-hmm. Oh, dancing and dancing. stuff? Yeah. Yeah, us as little girls, y'all, we'd be dancing... Starting the party. But then after that, I don't remember, like, us being super close. Mm. No. I think the first, so, I think it was kind of, like, in waves. It was waves, yes. Because, yeah, like, when we're little, you know, under 10, whatever, that's when, you know, we would hang out a lot every a weekend. Lot. Um, maybe I want to say high school, or, or like, middle, or school. middle school. It was middle school that everything, like shifted to yes yeah we got kind of distant um we just didn't hang around as much there was no like gun there were lesser and lesser carnasadas and parties (laughs) every year we'll like go down yeah and then i think around our quinces like it went back up yes Uh, because it was parties yeah there was part it was party season season. (laughs) but um i do remember though i think almost a good chunk of like the holidays at least for what for for christmas oh yeah that was or no or new year's christmas was at my house and uh-huh. new year's was at your house yeah because yeah. that's when the party would start yeah and i remember we'd always have like thanksgiving at my grandma's because she'd be the cooking person and then we would do i would do thanksgiving with my cousins Mm-hmm. yeah but definitely the holidays we'd always for the from what i remember we'd always yes. like connect you know and get together um yeah but that was like our childhood in the 90s um so like what was it like for you being the oldest of two you know yeah. two daughters <laughs> your parents have two daughters <laughs> the oldest of two kids yes. um and being like the first generation here in the states yeah. it was hard it was like i knew i couldn't could i cuss yeah yeah okay <laughs> i knew i couldn't fuck up pretty much because i knew jackie was looking always looking she was mm. always looking Uh and i knew i couldn't like for example teen pregnancy that was Mm -hmm. really big for my dad Mm -hmm. i couldn't do that or that was not even in my mind Uh and he would always try to push us to go to college Mm -hmm. and i did go to college for a few years but then i stopped because that was like full-time working Mm -hmm. that's another another question subject question okay okay um and what was the most challenging thing you remember um, having to overcome, like, during your early years? My early years. Mm-hmm. I think, like, quince and under. Quince and under? Or, like, teenage years and under. Not, well, honestly, my childhood was the best because I had the best mom. Mm-hmm. She was a stay-at-home mom. <laughs> she would tell us, if you guys don't want to go to school, just let me know. <laughs> stay home <laughs> the heck I'll let you alone don't go she would always tell us um, uh, no she was a stay at home mom mm-hmm. and she would always have activities for us always mm. like every day was something new and then she had the little chart you know those extra moms that mm-hmm. she that had a little chart on the wall uh-huh. for the little stars you would have to earn huh? stars <laughs> yeah she was that extra <laughs> that's funny but um i had the best childhood with my mom Mm -hmm. that's good 
<clears throat> so like around our quince, like our época of our teens and stuff, how was like your high school experience? I had the best high school experience. I was always like surrounded by a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually still have a lot of friends from high school. Oh, that's good. That became family. One being my husband. Mm. Yeah. What? <laughs> I didn't know yeah. that. Yes. Um, it was a big group of us. Mm-hmm. And um, I had the best high school experience, honestly. I had a lot of friends. We would go out to the beach all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but my grades were shit. Really? Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. My grades were... Well, actually, no. They were good, except for I really struggled in math. I mm. hated math. I hated math. Uh-huh. And um, also because my mom would help us, like... Well, she would do little notes for <laughs> school, to like, miss school. Like, excuse them? Like, little excuses. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, she was sick today. She couldn't go. Uh-huh. Um, well, that backfired because it was too many of them. Mm. too many of them and they were you could see it in my grades mm. yeah <clears throat> but, but like that, it was but Sarb never got involved right cause I think I feel no, like no they never know. did did they send you letters they sent me two letters <laughs> and I was like mom like, there that's it like we can't do this any- anymore she's like okay okay I swear I won't like but you can't tell your dad <laughs> Oh, my dad wanted to know? No, my dad didn't know. Oh, shit. Y'all were sneaky. My mom was sneaky. <laughs> okay. Um, so, like, at what age did you start dating? And did you have to, like, sneak around your parents? Or you or were they, like, easygoing when it came to the boys? My mom was a cool mom. Mm-hmm. She was always very understanding. I actually had my first boyfriend in middle school. Really? Yes. Mm. Sounds fun. And, yeah. yeah, it was fun. He would come around to my house a lot. Uh-huh. Um, we actually told my dad he was my best friend. Uh-huh. I like, don't think he... Come on, that's no. <laughs> would he give him, like, shit or no when he came no, around? No, he didn't. He never did. Oh, okay. I had my first boyfriend in middle school, and it was for two years. Dang. Yeah. And it was for two years, and then we went to high school, and that's when we went our separate ways. But did a lot of, like, kids from your middle school go to your high school or no? Yes. Oh, that's good. You see, I didn't have that. I think that's why high school was, like... I went to a really small high school. Yeah. Which a lot of us became family at the end. Mm Mm-hmm. That's good, though. Yeah. So did you enjoy your high school experience? What was it like? Did you find yourself wanting to further your education after high school? And you kind of touched up on that one already, too. Yes. Yes, I did really wanted to go to school I actually went to a community college uh-huh. and my grades were really good I was actually very surprised yeah <laughs> because yeah I was not doing so hot in high school uh-huh. but in college I was doing really good I was always in the dean's list oh that's good so, and then I was also working uh-huh. uh, part-time and then going to school full-time uh-huh. and I was doing really good but then some things happen at home Mm-hmm. that I had to quit school and put my girl, my big girl pants on, you know? Um, Something happened. So you had to, like, 
Because Kyra was like this too. Like she had to become like a like a second mom or second parent yes. or third, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it happens. I think it happens a lot to a lot of for the the first the firstborns. Yes, we struggle a lot. It happens a lot in the La- Latino community for sure. Um, but okay. Anything you want to add from around that timeline? Around that timeline is mm-hmm. when I met my husband. Oh, high school. We went. We went to the same high school. He was my friend. We started as a. We started. Started as off as close friends. Close friends. <laughs> would, dude, he would always invite me to the donut shop. Was it like by it school? Right. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. It was like at the corner of going to school. Uh huh. And then, pero yo no le hacía caso. Uh huh. Because all the girls wanted him. Oh. Because, you know, he was, like, the toddler size. Who, I was about to ask, was he still, like, like, because he looks super tall. I've yeah. never met him, but he looks super tall. He was, like, that throughout all high school? Yeah. He's 6'5". Oh, shit. A lot of girls actually wanted him. And was he, like, in sports? He was in rugby. So, yeah. Rugby is, like, uh, a, football, a football, right? The... But without gear. Oh. Yeah. Okay, 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 yeah. yeah. And I think he was in basketball? I'm not sure. But I think he was. Huh? Well, know. a lot of girls wanted him. And, and, what, and what'd you do? He actually um, asked me out freshman year. And we were together for one year, for one day. Yes, We were together for one day. Because he asked me, like, around, I think it was PE. <laughs> <laughs> the nostalgia. <laughs> he asked me in PE if, we were, if he wanted to, like, to be his girlfriend. And I said yes, because... Well, everybody was looking at us, uh-huh. so I kind of had to say yes. Uh. But at the end, like, I knew it was not our time. Oh. I knew that if we would have, now, now looking back, mm-hmm. I know that if um, we would have been together in high school, uh-huh. we would not make it. No. Do you know why, or you just had a feeling? Because high school and. When you're out freshly out of high school, you're very immature. Uh-huh. For sure. I just like guys to mature longer. Oh yeah. They're still thirty and not being mature. Oh for sure. So moving on to like our another chapter in our lives. Um adulthood. So as you got older, what were some things that became of value to you? Like what what are some things that made you realize like who you were becoming as a person like for example um like when I became an adult when I became an adult (laughs) like I think a lot of the things that influence um my I guess charisma and my personality from my parents were like um the fact that they were always helpful from like you know when I will look back um especially with my dad's side of the family like my mom helped out a lot um and she even said it too because i did i did tell her like we were, we were gonna do a podcast and see so we throw and stuff um because when the distance happened because she even said like she felt like um like my dad's nieces which which is us it's pretty much all girls actually now that i yeah, think about it <laughs> my dad's nieces like she felt like she was like, you guys were more of her nieces, too, than her actual, like, blood nieces at that time, too. Because she didn't really grow up with her cousins like that. Um, so, like, looking back, my mom did help out a lot, and so did my dad. And I think that's where I get, like, my helpfulness from. Um, I get my stubbornness from my mom. Um, 
I get my energy from my dad. But, like, I think, too, um, things that came of value to me were obviously, like, you know, family orientation and stuff because of, like, both sides, too, um, my mom's and my dad's. Like, you know, we were so united, and I think that support really, like, impacted me to, like, be that type of person to other people. So, like, what kind of things, as you got older, did you find, like, become of value to you? For me, it was, um, I was going to college, and then something happened at home. Uh-huh. Well, my parents separated, mm-hmm. and that was hard. Mm-hmm. On you, just, you know, you, you mentioned your sister, like, I don't take a breather. It's hard. And I'm listening, sorry. You guys, I'm multitasking. I have a date after. I'm <laughs> trying to do my makeup. <laughs> but I'm listening. It was hard because as the first daughter, mm-hmm. like, you said, Caro went through it a little bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We go through a lot. But we never, like, talk about it. Mm-hmm. Also, being a Mexican family, we don't talk about things. And mm-hmm. that's one thing we should not continue doing. Yeah. For sure, I totally agree. Yes. Yeah. Um, so my parents separated, mm-hmm. and I had to quit school. Mm-hmm. At this time, Jackie was still in high school, and that was like very important to her. You know, <laughs> high school is important for ev- anyone. Yeah, yeah. It's like a little shift of you becoming a young adult, mm-hmm. and whatever happens at home is important because that kind of like it impacts. It impacts a lot. A lot. Yeah. And I knew that was very important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I quit school and I became uh, like a yeah I had to pay a lot uh, breadwinner that's what they're called yeah, right? like to support your family I was to support my family which was my mom and my sister mm-hmm. because at this time I had decided to tell my dad mm-hmm. to leave the house mm-hmm. you did that? I did that Mm-hmm. But I felt very um, responsible because I felt like I was taking, like I was taking my sister's dad away, mm. and that was hard. Yeah. I bet. <laughs> talked about this forever. <laughs> it's okay, girl. A lot of people talk about a lot of stuff for the first time here. Me included. Yeah. Hold on, let me. Liquid courage. <sighs> okay. Mm-hmm. So that was very hard. Yeah. Jackie would always tell me, come pick me up from school. Like, I don't want my mom or dad to pick me up. Mm-hmm. So I would go to work full time mm-hmm. and I would convince my my boss to let me out early because I needed to do something very important, which is picking up my sister from school. Mm-hmm. Um, also, at this time, Actually, I was working with our cousin. Mm-hmm. She was an accountant, and mm-hmm. she got me the job as an accountant also. Okay. So, shout out to <laughs> because honestly, it helped. She literally like, I love you so much mm-hmm. because you were tough love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she put you in check. Oh yeah, <laughs> she didn't let me fuck up at work at all. <laughs> And when I would, she'll be like, you have to do this and you have to do that because um, pretty much she would like, it was like tough love because we were cousins. Mm-hmm. 
and she would always hear me out and I would hear her out mm-hmm. and she would give me really good advice so honestly if it wasn't for our cousin yeah I don't know I would probably lose them at that okay. time shout yeah. out to you cousin you too she our other cousin mm-hmm. um one thing she did say that'll always like made me think about her is we were at, at their house right no we were at your old house okay, over here um in that top room by the kitchen my room yeah <laughs> and then we were talking she said something that and i think we were, i don't know if we were talking about like weight or looks or like muscle or something and then, like, me and Caro, I think we'd always be insecure about our chicken legs. Oh, okay. And I think she said something like, oh, yeah, just work out and have a lot of sex. And then... <laughs> <laughs> well, look at me now. Just uh-huh. kidding. <laughs> and then, like, obviously her mom, my tia, she's like, ah, she we were, heard. How old were we, like, uh, probably in our teens. teens. Maybe she was talking about Tucaro, but, like, I definitely, that's something i always, always remember. remember yeah we... yeah she has not changed mm-hmm. <laughs> at that time uh my mom was just like she's always been a stay-at-home mom mm-hmm. which was really hard for her to actually go to work, work. Cause she did start working she started working uh-huh. and um yeah it was a really t- uh, tough time for me because i knew jackie was going through it mm-hmm. um and as an older sister, like, whatever your younger sister's going through, like, it hurts you. And I remember, like, me, um, I was, like, I had two checks saved up uh-huh. to buy her her prom dress. Mm. But she doesn't know this. Uh-huh. Well, now she will. <laughs> but I was saving up two checks mm-hmm. in order to, like, buy her her dream or whatever mm-hmm. prom dress she wanted. Mm. And the day we went, like... She couldn't believe it that I paid, like, cash. Okay. <laughs> She's like, oh, my God. Like, are you really going to do this right now? I'm like, yes. And she's like, oh, my God, like, that's the dress I wanted. I was like, yeah, go get it. Like, mm-hmm. it's yours. Mm. So that, like, so responsibility was the big one. Yeah. Always being there for the family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I couldn't slack off at all. Uh-huh. Pretty much a lot of responsibility. I knew I had to, like, get money yeah. to pay the rent. Mm-hmm. Um, so at that time, you also became, like, super, like, independent, too. Like, that's when yes. you became, like, aware of <laughs> what an adult, I guess, yes. you is, you know, providing. I was a provider mm-hmm. for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a provider, and responsibility yeah yes. oh my God, I can't like well love too obviously you know being there for your fam oh yeah being, especially for my sister I mm-hmm. had so much love for my sister <coughs> I still do <laughs> <laughs> even though she tells me like ever since I got pregnant that's why uh-huh. oh things shifted a little bit yeah yeah well you do have a whole other human to look out for yes but I think that's common too you know like did you feel like you found your purpose in this world, or are you still, like, figuring it out? Okay, so, I became a mom, mm-hmm. and 
Literally my whole world shifted. Uh -huh. Everything. And then I fell for Jackie. Because I always have to. I see her as my daughter. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this little human came around. And I finally know what love is. I mean, I always love my sister and my family. But mm -hmm. It's just a different type of love. Mm -hmm. It's... For example, like, I don't know what sleep is anymore. Mm. I literally don't sleep because I'm always checking if she's breathing. Mm -hmm. And that's very important. But ever since I became pregnant, it's like, the purpose, my purpose in this world, well, I thought that my purpose in this world was to help out. But ever since I had her, it's just so much different. And I'm still trying to figure it out. I'm not perfect. Mm -hmm. Especially since I got married. Mm -hmm. Dude, I got married, had a kid. <laughs> Me and you, like, what happened? Dude, I don't know. And I will say this. Um, we did, obviously, you guys, we, we follow each other through social media and stuff. Yes. And we would see, you know, um, the the hangouts the garden salad like basically what we would use to do just like now is like without us and um at first we it hit us hard well, well i can only speak for myself right now but it hit us hard right but i think when it started to hit us more at least for me and Gato, because we would talk about it like like we're missing out you know we would get like super like um emotional yeah and sad um because obviously like this is time we're not going to get back you know yes. so we did we did like try to figure out like we, we like thought about it like what the hell happened and we just didn't like we don't know like till this day we don't know like it's just i think and this happens a lot too when i spoke to janet in the other episode she says like a lot of the times you know like adult arguments or like not even just uh differences impact the kids um and that's you know that's not right that's where like the adults kind of like um fuck up you know because they're without them knowing or you know seeing queriendo, like you know it, it drifts relationships apart and i think it drifted ours for sure especially you know when you got pregnant and the marriage, yeah, like, it, you know, that's stuff, like, we won't be able to turn time back and, like, you know, join in, and, and all, we were, like, super happy for you, like, you know, we were happy, but it's just, like, damn, you know, like, yeah. where's the invite, oh, you did invite us to the, yeah. to the baby stuff, but, um, you know, and just, like, regular stuff, just regular, even Carnes Alas, we're, like, oh, you know, they're together, or, like, our nephew's birthday and stuff and like a whole bunch of shit happened it's just like do they even know who we are anymore <laughs> and yeah. just things little things like that definitely like and talking about that yeah. is i actually want to talk to you about that mm -hmm. because um it's not our fault mm -hmm. that sure our parents well this is something our parents already like carried with them mm -hmm. and it's pretty much their fault like it's their problems mm -hmm. they shouldn't fall back on us exactly. or like impact us and that's one thing i was talking about um, to my sister and to the cousins mm -hmm. it's 
is pretty much me and my cousins. Well, we grew up like sisters. Yeah. We grew up like sisters, and I love them like sisters. Mm -hmm. Um, But I was talking to them about it. I don't know why we let this happen. Mm -hmm. Like, us as cousins, it should not be our problem. Like, Mm -hmm. um, that's our parents' problems. Mm -hmm. And it should not have changed our dynamic or our... Yeah. Um, but it did, and it and that sucks. Um, it did. One thing I will give my mom, though, like, she has tried, um, and I know she said this before, even with like not even like our my dad's side, but also her side too. Um, but she, I did hear, I did remember hearing this like once I was older, like an adult, mm-hmm. that um. Oh, it was for a funeral in Mexico. I think it was my grandparent. I think it was my papi chuis. Mm-hmm. Um, there was, like always, there's family drama almost oh, all yeah. the time. Um, but I do remember her saying, like, and I think that's the first time, like, I, I actually heard her say it, like, that whatever issues me and, you know, whoever this person was, like, let that be our issue uh, at the end of the day they're still like your uncles and aunts or whatever so like uh, go but just tell me like saludar, pretty much because mm-hmm. we weren't like we already felt like not pressure but like the discomfort of like do we say hi or do we not like especially there like at a funeral like you know you want like oh, everyone's yeah. like mourning and like you want to hug them and stuff but, but you don't know if you we don't want to cross boundaries because then we don't want to, like, make him feel like, oh, I chose this person over my mom or stuff like that, you know, like, dumb stuff. But, um, and then moving, like, back to, you know, back to the States and here, like, she has said it, because um, I have talked to her, like, about, like, oh, maybe we should do, like, a brunch. And I talked to this with Carol a lot, like, we we should try to get together, at least go somewhere or, you know, try just to get... Mm-hmm. And then my mom was all for it. She's like, yeah, you guys do it. Um... And I think I tried, I, th- I think I tried a couple times. Yeah. Um, I remember the Monster Jam last year, two years ago. Mm-hmm. And then it was something on the holiday, for Halloween. We did see, yeah, the, the kids. Um, but I don't know, I just felt. The disconnection? Probably because, like, maybe because a whole bunch of time passed. Yeah, like, it's and, been like five years. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like we, mm-hmm. or at least I don't know, like to pick up where we left off because obviously too much time has passed and it's just like it's just one of those things when too much time passes just like oh like why why do it now you know but um it's on my to-do list for sure for 2023 like very much like amend or like reconnect with people that i disconnected with (laughs) especially for no reason you know that's exactly what um our group chat was about Mm -hmm. Those are problems our parents had. Mm-hmm. And it should stay that way. Like, yeah. It should stay weak, like in the past. Yeah. Because honestly, we're a new generation. Mm-hmm. And I had kids. I had a daughter. Mm-hmm. And kids. <laughs> Just kidding. And I'm waiting on you guys. I know. But I do want to 
reconnect the family with primas for sure Okay, um, like you hear that whiskey? She wants, she wants oh, me yeah. to get pregnant. I'm just kidding. I want our niece. <laughs> no, yeah. Going to be on our to-do list. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want to keep allowing time to like oh, no. go and us not do anything about it. Um, because I know for sure Scott feels the same way. Um, yes. Johnny. And- He's in his own world right now. I don't even know what the hell he's doing. Johnny's always been hot. Yeah. He's he's there, though. Love you, Johnny. <laughs> but, yeah. Carol actually, like, sent me, like, um, books for my daughter. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to lie, I cried. <laughs> yeah. Because... Us as cousins, how did we let um, this, this happen? happen? Yeah. I, till this day, don't know. Yeah. Now that we're older, and my sister and I talk about this all the time. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, we're going to change that. Yeah, and we should. We need to. Yeah, we need to. Because we're a different generation, new generation. I want us to be the generation that switches up and like yes. you know how back in the day and even now too because it, it's not common for people to talk about their differences it's not just because you know um, I'm gonna call you out because I don't like what you did there or whatever mm-hmm. it's not even about that it's just like discussing like it's okay to not be to like talk about it yeah it's okay not to like well, like we're all different we're gonna have different opinions it's okay like that we yeah. might not all agree on the same thing or whatever or go about things the proper way but we just need to accept each other and like just keep it pushing and talk about it not hide things under the rug because that's what they've been doing and it's not getting us anywhere and like i'm sure you as a mom you probably want like your daughter oh, yeah, yeah. once she ta- starts talking to like learn how to communicate properly yes. when you know there's feelings and like you know shit going on yeah, <laughs> our parents taught us how to stay Mm-hmm. Yeah. That las cosas de la casa no se dicen. Oh, yeah. Um, all that shit. Yeah, and we need to break that. Which is crazy because <clears throat> you know how, like, you were about your parents and stuff. Yeah. Um, okay, we went through the same thing, too. I think Gato could definitely relate to, like, how you felt at that time. Yes. Because literally, I think, like, that was her. Like, I experienced it, too. You know, there was marital stuff going on. Um,. It's not my place to, like, know what happened. And I don't even want to know the details of what happened. But, you know, no marriage is, like, perfect. But mm-hmm. um, one thing I will give it to them, like, my parents, like, they did go through it. I remember it was messy. It got super messy. But it had to get messy before it got better. And it, it did. Um, They went to, uh, what's it called, like, a, a marriage a retreat. retreat? Yeah. Or my parents did, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think my mom did mention. I think they were trying to pick you guys up, right? Yes. <clears throat> I will never forget this because your parents came to our door uh-huh. and asked us to forgive our parents uh-huh. for all the shit they put, th- put us through. Mm-hmm. And we said no. Mm. We, I didn't accept no. Like we, a... No, we said no. Period. Uh-huh. Yeah. That we were not going to take them back as... Like a like unit. A, like a unit. Uh-huh. And I remember my tia, my, my tio, well, your parents, uh-huh. 
we're crying. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I was so fucking done with it. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure my... Well, you guys lived through it. And yeah. I'm sure like my parents were just trying to help. Because I think they wanted to give them and you guys the same experience that they got. So like yeah. when they went to the retreat... It was my grandma who picked us up. So, like, we were going to write them a note or whatever oh, yeah. and they surprise to, them. To write, to write them a note and yeah. explaining how we felt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we said no. Oh, you guys didn't even write no, the letter? No, we didn't do anything. Oh. I, I, I was like, I love you guys and thank you for doing this for us, but mm-hmm. we do not accept my parents as a unit. Mm-hmm. Oh. We were so done with their shit. Mm-hmm. And some and honestly, they didn't know what was going on at home either, because mm-hmm. like you said, las Only cosas de la casa no se dicen. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah. Well, I as long as they're as long as with Tia and you know, they were in. How do you say it? It was like their choice too, you know. Yes. To split. Um. But yeah, y'all. Like you said, it was it had to get messy before it you got, got better. better. Yeah. Now they're good. <laughs> <laughs> they're cordial. No, they're good. <laughs> Where are they still? Yeah, they're still together. Oh, oh you see, oh. our cousin didn't know this. Oh, they're together now. Oh, they're together. Oh. yeah. See y'all. Yeah. Everything Dang. worked out. They That's have a grandkid. Mhm. And I, honestly, that that helped a lot. The grandkid. Yeah, Scarlett. I I hear that a lot too. That children mm-hmm. bring like the family together too, for it's sure. True. Yeah. I I can't picture my life without them. In her life. Yeah. Like. Or like separate. Involved. Um, okay. You know how like if they were separate, like what if my dad will bring a girl or mm-hmm. vice versa? I I can't picture that. Mhm. I mean I wouldn't mind if it did. Mhm. But now that they're a unit, it's so much better. That's good. So we've been on and off about this topic, <clears throat> but moving on to the nitty gritty. So we're gonna discuss trying to figure out what the hell happened. So we went from conviviendo like every weekend growing up, seeing each other for so long. So when did you notice the shift in our family dynamic, and like how did you feel about it? I noticed the shift after an argument mm-hmm. happened. Between my dad mm-hmm. and your mom. Mm-hmm. About our aunt, right? Or cousin? I don't even know. We don't even know about what was the whole. So. Honestly, <clears throat> I don't remember. Because mm-hmm. it's been so long. And I'm pretty sure it's like pointless at this point. Yeah. But. Yeah. I do remember, though, like, so certain family members came from Mexico. Obviously, it was around a dangerous time, so they didn't announce that they got their passport and their permiso to come. So they didn't make, they tried to make it, like, as down low as possible for safety reasons. And um, our cousin and her mom and her daughter, they all came, I barely remember this. I think I was in SAG. Yeah. Um... They came, and your dad, I think, just came, just not to interrogate, but, like, inquire about you know, how, how to go about getting, like, the passports and stuff. And I think there was, like, a party after for, like, the, our niece or whatever she is, and, like, he didn't come to that. And I remember McGillfern's ex-wife, mm-hmm. um, 
Rosita's mom was like super excited to see her dad. I think like um they were super close when she looked after him when they were young and stuff. But oh, like yeah. he didn't come around. And like she felt super like upset yeah. and he didn't come around because my parents were not together. Mm. And that's Oh, he didn't want to like yeah. make it known? Mm, I don't know if he's not making known. He's just he couldn't see my mom. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it's sad. Uh-huh. Because like you said, it was dangerous times for I think for both of us, right? For our mm-hmm. your family and my family. Like they just came. Mhm. Um <clears throat> I think my mom knew cuz I think for any question um, little she would call my mom for any questions about the passport because I know her husband sometimes works in Texas, so he, yeah, yeah. so he comes and goes. Um, but just for safety reasons, like I think my mom was the only one that knew, and she she told her not to put anything on face because you just never know. Um, just because previous members have been like sloppy, like for example, I do know that one of our uncles went into our distant tia so like he was more of a relative of my papi chui and kind of went in there stole some shit and it was like bad and they ended up like putting it on facebook my mom responded mm-hmm. Just in, yeah and like we we were talking or my parents and, and then we, i think we visited them too so like we knew we were conviviendo so like we felt bad and we didn't think it was right to yeah. you know for people to do that so like and i think that's how the mitote started because my mom responded like you know like that's not right or whatever the hell she said and <clears throat> your dad's siblings got involved and started talking shit to my mom oh, yeah. and then obviously you know what like you're thinking about it like and i feel bad for my dad because i feel like he's put in the middle like throughout this whole shit like even now like with the distance and stuff like like you don't think he wants to invite you guys over and stuff but like it's it's like marriage and family like in-laws and it's like you don't want to put people in a position to have to choose so you just don't do anything about it but um that was yeah yeah that happened but um yeah so they came and i think that's that's the argument that probably you heard around that time uh-huh. Well, it's because at that time my parents were divorced. Well, were separate. So they were going through their own thing. Oh huh? yeah, they were going on through their own On top of like shit. all this. And honestly, like I was so busy with working and like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you didn't even pay attention. Fucking paying rent. So I don't know what was going on at this time. I just remember my dad didn't go to that event mm-hmm. because <clears throat> he didn't want to see my mom, mm-hmm. and it probably like got um, missed. Communicate, misinterpreted. Yeah. Yes. I think a lot of our drama comes from fucking misinterpretation. And shit that we don't talk about. <laughs> yeah, lack of communication. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing we should change. Yeah, most definitely. Yes. I think when I noticed, um, I want to say the last time I we saw all of us together was for my mom's wedding around that time. No. It was after. It was, oh, the graduation. Your graduation. Mm-hmm. And I had told my mom like, oh, I want to like talk to my cousin, and mm-hmm. and then you got super drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I got trash. Yes. 
I just remember she was pulling me to the restroom. She was like, I need to throw up. And I was like, okay, I got to. Trash. She was trash. No, and yeah. I was holding your hair, and you were like, I need to throw up. <laughs> and then your mom pulled me out of the restroom. Damn. Yeah. And I was like, ah. Oh. I wanted to, like, at least to, like, start talking to you. Mm-hmm. Well, girl, being drunk was not yeah, a good time. not a good time. <laughs> No, yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. Around that time, too. It was around that time. I think that was the last time I ever saw you guys. At the graduation part. So that was, like, 2018. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if it was that or it was the New Year's Eve or New Year's Eve party. Because I remember I took my husband to, Mm -hmm. when we were barely started dating, Mm -hmm. to that event. and For 2020, maybe? Like, into... I think it was 2017. Oh. Oh. It had to be 2017 because I started dating him at that into time. Into 2017, into 2018? Mm-hmm. We were at the house. That was, like, one of the best I think years. it was um, New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. And that was the last time we've ever got together. Mm. Well, after, because yeah. the graduation party was, like, in the summer. Yeah. Or whatever. But, no, I think I noticed it when it was in New Year's, too. I think it was New Year's. 2018 into 19. Okay. Um, because where was it? We were we were gonna. Do, I was so excited because I wanted another New Year's like 2018. Because I think that at that time that was like my best year ever, and I love how like we brought it in. Um, and I was excited, and um. My friends from SAC, they were going to go to Countdown to a rave up here in San Bernardino. So I had to, like, deliver some goods or whatever to over there. And then I'm like, okay, no. And they wanted me to stay. They're like, just stay. I'm like, no, we're going to party at my house. And then, bro, like, I went back. Just to tell you, and it's not going to sound like our parties at all. Like, I walk in the house. My dad's brother and my dad are, like, in the living room sitting on the couch watching La Familia Peluche. I'm like, well, what the fuck is going on? Where's the party? I mean, the music was playing in the background, but I'm like, where is everybody? I was so confused. And then, like, my dad had called um, our cousins to say where they were, where they were at because they had confirmed. And then last minute, they're like, oh, we're not going to go. And So, like, I didn't know what was going on, but I just thought, like, that's it wasn't like, like them uh-huh. to, to do that, you know? So... I ended up just falling asleep. <laughs> and then after that, I started noticing, like, that the distance. Shift. Yeah, because I think um, there was, like, a party for my grandma, too. And they had confirmed um, that they were it, going. I think it wasn't when um, Santi was really young, was a newborn. Mm, I, I think know. it was. Maybe. It was at my grandma's, her big old. We like, stopped going to those. St. Patrick's Day. I don't know if you noticed, but mm. ever since, like that happened with my dad and your mom mm-hmm. um, I was embarrassed mm-hmm. as a daughter that that happened mm-hmm. and yeah. I felt a little bad mm-hmm. I honestly didn't know what was going on because we were young and we would never ask and we were we were taught not to ask mm-hmm. like that's esos cosas de los adultos yeah know? So, we don't even know what was a whole argument at the end of the day. Yeah. But I think the distance wasn't even because of your dad and my mom, though. 
No? I don't think so. Because I, I would ask my mom, and she'd be honest. It wasn't nothing compared. She doesn't even know. I don't, she, she, don't she remember. Notices, she noticed the, the distance after the wedding, after her and my dad, their 25th. Um, and it was another person, an in-law person from her side, my mom's side of the family that was involved. And she kept saying, that person kept saying, you know, um, to watch out for our, our cousins and stuff and like just envious and like just be careful and then we just kind of like what because they would talk um but they would you know my dad was a middle person obviously you know so like and they were cool yeah. but you know that person was told not to say anything to my dad so it was just getting messier and messier and messier yeah. and then just sooner than later like we know like we stopped talking so I don't even think for sure. I don't even think it was like it had to do with your dad and my mom, because I know like it, this is not like their first like disagreement, and oh, no. they've worked through it. Like you know, like I think like they accept. Um, at least my mom, I know she accepts. You know, there's certain there mannerisms and yeah. how they are. Because I know my mom is very like grudgeful and resentful or whatever. And that's my and dad I, as well. <laughs> so maybe that's why it's always <clears throat> been that way. Yeah. But, and I always call her out. Now as an adult and seeing, you know, how she could have done better, I, I call her out all the time. And, like, I, like, let her go, like, you know, go, go to, I told her, exactly I told her, like, told like go to therapy and fix your childhood trauma. Because, oh, honestly. <laughs> honestly, like, it impacts you as an adult. It impacted us. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's when I noticed. So, years back, you guys, we drifted for things we don't even know. Like, that's crazy. Yes, that's so. crazy. And we should change that. <laughs> no. Because we know. are going yeah. to. We, we have, have to. to, yeah. So, like, looking back, <clears throat> would you do something differently about the drift that happened? Yes. I know, I would too. We've talked about this so many times. Mm-hmm. The cousins and I. Yeah. And we've came to a conclusion that, well, we've talked about it. Uh huh. And we said that we fucked up like cousins. Uh-huh. As cousins. As cousins. We, it's because it goes back to how we were raised never to discuss anything mm-hmm. and that's one thing that we will change forever uh-huh. um, starting now, now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure because we yeah now looking back and I'm so sorry mm-hmm. that you felt this way yeah. because now I, I could see it then you could see us hanging out and mm-hmm. and feel some type of way yeah so you guys sorry for the cut um here i am again fucking doing my makeup um but basically what me and my cousin um stated after we got cut off um it's basically that we're trying to move forward. Um, hopefully, a lot of you didn't have to relate to this, um, but it is very common. I know multiple people who have drifted apart with cousins or relatives due to like issues that didn't really even concern them, but they were, you know, put in, in that uncomfortable situation where they had to kind of like back there you know parents siblings whatever be on their corner um 
and didn't really choose themselves or the relationship they would have preferred to have. Um, but hopefully, moving forward, um, I know I do plan to reach out to my the rest of my cousins and, um, you know, just try to leave this shit behind us. Um, like I said, we don't even fucking know what happened or why we drifted apart, but it's been years um, that we will not get back. Um, and I will say this, though. Um, you guys have the right to... Like, you guys in general, you guys, like, every person has a right to shut people out, um, um, cut people off if they're being, you know, not of, if they're not benefiting or filling up anything within your life, like, if they're not being, you know, added, adding any positivity, any greatness, any, I don't know, humbling moments, like, anything that you might need from those people, um, if it's just plain, like, toxic, cheesiness, um, what else? You know, just on that bullshit. People, some people just really just live in their own little toxic bubble and don't, um, can't be open-minded or think outside the box and it's either their way or Norway. Norway. No way. Um, some people are like that. I do have members that are like that. I do have family members that are like that. But I kind of, like accepted that that's who they are so whatever they say that you know as it relates to me if they try to like offend me I honestly don't take it personal because I know that that's how they are and I know like maybe they're not happy within themselves or they really can't just change because they're so like wrapped up in their mind like it's literally like their way or no way or like their opinions are facts and stuff like that but like I don't know if you guys find the need to, like, cut people off, because I know I have. I know I've cut people off, not necessarily family, but more of, like, my previous friends. Um, I do have friends that I was really close with um, back then that I now, well, right now, it might change in the future, you know, like, things are always changing. But, like, me as of right now, I wouldn't have any interest in reconcili reconciliation, Recon reconciling, yeah, I don't know what I'm trying to say, um, or, like, you know, just gain that specific friendship back. Because at this point, like, I let it go because it wasn't serving me anything. It was just, you know, kind of draining. Um, and it just wasn't for me. You know what I mean? Um, not that it wasn't great when it was. It was, you know, I appreciate all my previous friendships and my current friendships because they've taught me something. They've added something to my life. And I feel like, um, everything that we go through kind of brings us to where we are now and where, where I am now is pretty fucking great. Um, despite all the fucking stress and lack of time management, um, and craziness, um, but it's pretty great. I mean, I'm not, I can't complain. I have, you know, and even if I was going through a whole shit show, like, I wouldn't have it any other way. Like, I feel like what's for you is meant for you if you're, like, facing challenges. They're literally to teach you something, and if you keep finding yourself in those same challenges, then baby girl, baby boy, maybe you're just not doing something right to get yourself out of those things. Maybe you keep doing the same thing. Maybe just try to switch it up and do something else. Um, but literally, like, I don't know. Everything's like a lesson learned, I feel like, or almost everything. And I think 
this drifting apart with family and stuff, the lesson we can learn here is definitely to communicate better and to not just go with the flow. I think that's kind of what we did. We kind of just, um, I don't know, kind of followed our own, I don't know, I guess we didn't take sides, but like we just kind of like allowed shit to happen, you know? When we could have just, you know, used our mouths and our vocabulary and like reached out, used our phones, sent a text, make a call, you know, that's what the technology's for, um, to figure shit out. So moving forward, for the for the third fucking time, moving forward, me and my cousins hopefully will, will, um, I, shit, I'm almost freaking falling, see, I'm all really fucking please, almost tripped on this fucking cord um we will hopefully have a sit down maybe that might not even be needed i'll just we'll just go to brunch because in my head brunch fixes everything <laughs> or hang out soon and honestly just just let it go maybe we we, we might not even have to like talk about it we'll just Fuck it. We'll just go with the flow and like see how things are. If we feel like there's still tension or clarity that needs to be filled, then we'll have a conversation. But um, I don't know, you guys. Let me know if you guys have like experienced something similar with this because I know family. It's great, but there are some downsides to certain, you know, just things drama that we can't literally let go of because we feed off of it or some of us do um damn i'm out of breath i gotta get going i'm gonna miss this fucking movie um i'm gonna get traffic so like i said on my stories if you were watching um hopefully i'll see you guys next week if not i'll keep you posted via social media instagram probably most likely um, <clears throat> because I will have a guest, and I do want you guys to hear her story. Um, again, it, sadly, it's very common. Um, and it's it's gonna be like a touchy topic too. So, viewer discretion is advised. I'm just kidding. Um, but I will definitely keep you guys posted on that. And bitch, it's March, and I still haven't fucking got into my routine. This is so sad this is not where i wanted to be see <sighs> take a deep breath but it's okay it's okay i'll figure it out i'll figure it out only i can freaking change my ways um okay i did that um wait is this thing so long it is okay i'll see you guys next week hopefully love you guys bye